Okay, everybody, welcome back to Duke's Nukes for movies and TVs and pop cultures and all the discussions. I am here with Blaine, known for having a dog and maybe sometimes doing trivia, and Will, who's a movie connoisseur, and our editor, theme writer, movie producer, and biggest critic. Okay, how are you doing? We're doing good. What's the episode number? I this actually know. Is, it is 14. No, that's a lie. Uh, 15, I was keeping, baby. You, keeping on your toes. I was keeping <laughs> on your toes. Okay. 15, baby. Of course I know. I know it's 15. Okay. That's your job. Well, I know, but you didn't <laughs> you let me get that far. Okay. So what's your job, Jack? Well, I'm trying to do it if you stop talking. Um... um <laughs> Do you know how badly you are? I just, I, just want to keep, I just want to keep talking now. <laughs> I can let you. Um, so this week, we watched uh, Francis Coppola movies. I said it wrong. We'll say it correctly. Coppola. We watched Francis Coppola movies this week. And <laughs> we watched The Godfather 1. We watched Apocalypse Now. And we also watched, except for Blaine, The Godfather 2. Because <laughs> Blaine couldn't commit to The Godfather 2. <laughs> Took too long. <laughs> it was. I watched it this morning, Blaine. It was very long. Yeah, you I watched don't think it you'd too, be able to get Jack? through it. Yeah, of course I watched it, dude. I barely uh, did anything going on this week too. Lucky you. I had a ton. I, I plan on watching. No, I'm kidding. It, so. I moved. Congrats! Congrats! Hooray. Yeah, you both definitely weren't at my condo yesterday. Wow, that's uh <laughs> That's where we watched one of the movies. That's we did. We did. Maybe it's the best one. Maybe it's not the best one. We'll we'll see what happens. We'll talk about that. Okay. Um. Okay. So, what do we want to do first? Do we want to jump right into the movies? Yes, sir. Let's do okay. it. Okay. Blaine confirmed it. First movie we watched was The Godfather. Blaine, you've never seen The Godfather. I have not. This is the first Will, time watching it. You have seen The Godfather. Cool. Uh, 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 good statements. <laughs> <laughs> So well, uh, I'm curious, Will, how, like, is it better watching it the second time or third time? Like, how many times have you seen it? I've seen it maybe three times. I've I've seen it twice now, Blaine. And I'll, I mean, let's just start it off with a hot take. I think the movie is really good. I think it's made very well. I just cannot see how it is voted the best movie ever as often as it is. I that's just a, don't see it. That's a fair statement. That's a fair I agree, statement. actually. Because I like everyone says Godfather is amazing. Like when I say I haven't seen it, like people give me so much crap. Yeah, well, and like it was anymore. good. It was good, but like I, I would never give crap <laughs> for people not seeing it. <laughs> That's my hot take. Yeah, I mean, like I, I'd, I'd be like, well, you know, if 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 you're into movies and the day ever comes around, I mean, it's definitely worth your time. Yeah, but don't rush. For sure. Faux show. Yes, so I guess we can go through the movie, I guess, just to go through some of the big things that happened. All right, Blaine, did you understand all of the references that you've probably seen in almost every other movie now about the Godfather movie? Yeah, I like did. In, like in Zootopia. Like yeah, the that's what I was thinking of. Is that bad? In <laughs> uh, many other movies that also reference, like Men in Tights, they did the Godfather. They did? That was Will's favorite part of the movie. That I like thirty minutes. The part where he went to the bathroom twice. (laughs) Yeah, I fall asleep to that every night on loop. (laughs) Nice. 
Also, Blaine. Yeah. Well, actually, hold on. I won't say some things. Maybe, maybe it will be in some trivia. Does, does your trivia involve a cat? It does not. Okay. Okay. So you know the cat in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Okay, that was not supposed to be in the movie. They just he just found a cat and he had a cat. Oh, Marlon there, Brando. There you yeah. go. Yeah, because that's the only time we see the cat, right? Yeah. When he's sitting down talking to the like, he just found a cat and he was just like, "It'd be cool if I had a cat." That Marlon Brando is notoriously just a weird. He he was he was a method actor. Um. So picture Jared Leto, but in the twentieth century. But good. Oh. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, the end product's good, but the behavior is about the same. And he he did a movie called The Island of Dr. Moreau, and he was hot and insisted that he have a bucket of ice on his head in the actual movie just because he was hot. So it, this he just has a silly bucket of ice on his head the entire movie. I don't see nice. any problem with that. He kept doing stuff like that on Godfather and Apocalypse Now. Huh. That's Neato. Paramount did not want Marlon Brando. They kept pushing back on Coppola, and Coppola really wanted him. But they yeah, kept they kept saying works. Marlon Brando will never work at a, on a Paramount picture ever. And look where Paramount is now. And then Marlon Brando <laughs> won the Oscar, but uh, declined to accept. Why? Um, he sent a young Native American woman to accept it for him. Um, and she read a note by him that said he's very displeased, something all, along the lines of he's very displeased with the treatment of the American pe- Native American people. Hmm. And he didn't even go to the Oscars that year. Well, I'm nice. glad. I'm, the the you more know, you know. So that, yeah, that kind of gives you an idea of the type of person that Marlon Brando is. Great guy. Yeah, uh, the best. <laughs> Love him. He's a good actor, though. That, I mean, you can't deny the end product. Mm-mm. Yes. Okay, okay. So back to the movie. All yeah. right, Blaine, what were your thoughts? Did Was this what you were thinking would be The Godfather? I mean, going into it, I, like, knew, like... You knew there was the mob. The scene, like, the mob in their New York, and it was... Gabagoo. Like, kind of knew what I was <laughs> getting myself into, but, like, the way it was delivered was so good. Like... I was like the first scene had had me hooked. I didn't know if I was going to be hooked the whole movie because I was like a three hour movie. They are saying it's slow, but I was hooked. I was hooked as soon as they, he was like, they didn't show his face and like until after the guy asked for the day for his daughter's wedding. Yeah. And then they slowly pan up to his face. Iconic. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm hooked. This is awesome. This movie does have, I mean, it's got that really great lighting. Yeah. Where it's just, you see just parts of people's face, especially in uh, Don Corleone's office there. Oh, yeah. It's so dark. In the Venetian blinds. So good. Yeah. So good. It's good. But, but, and then we go to a wedding. Yes. Hooray. Some old people sing. Oh, that's the best part. And then I do like watching that little old man. He's so cute. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. But I I love how like he's working the whole time during the Yeah. 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 He's not even enjoying it. He's just taking accepting requests from people. Yeah. Because you can't refuse a request on the day of your daughter's wedding. 
Yep. Yep. Gaba. Interesting. Goo. And then who's the the bodyguard? Luca Brazzi. Luca. That was that was good too. This when he came yeah, in. Yeah, I guess he like, was just one of uh, Don Corleone's men who and he was yeah, just saying thank you for Invited, yeah, didn't yeah. expect to get invited to the wedding. So he was thanking the Don. So good. So good. And then Michael. pretty good. Yeah, he wants nothing to do with the mafia business. But nope. then he becomes Oopsies. the mafia. Wow. Who would have thunk? <laughs> Coppola. Yep. Well, Mario Puzzo. <laughs> oh, Damn yeah. It, that's, one of, that's one of the trivia. I'm, I'm going to... I'm gonna, Delete that trivia question. <laughs> oh, I was actually about I was about to bring him up. Yeah, Mario. The first thing it says is Mario Puzo's the Godfather. I was about to say. I know, but we Mar- start with easy. We 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 start with easy questions. Who is Mario? And trivia. Classic. Oh, he's a plumber. Well, to, who is Mario Puzo? Puzi. The author. He's the author. Oh, okay, so there's a book. Yeah, yes. it's based off the book called The Godfather. Understandable. Okay, that answers trivia. everything I had. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Michael just wants nothing to do with it, but uh, but then after uh, people want to start dealing heroin in the forties, oh that now that scene's incredible. He's literally yeah. like where they just do like the big meetup, like in the office where they're like, oh that's to... way that's way later. Well, yeah, though, the meeting yeah. of the five families. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and they're like they're they made it very clear no drugs to kids and they're like okay take it to the minority neighborhoods <laughs> yeah. yeah no i don't want they're, it near they're already kids. in the slums i don't want it near schools give it to the minorities i was like all uh, right i was like wow that's pretty oh yeah i was like okay okay oh <laughs> yeah yeah what they say it's like they're already in the gutter and are worthless <laughs> let yeah, them stay there he, yeah he, he, yeah exactly that was yeah. that was the the point he was trying to make and it's like oh gosh because the go. mob does stuff where it's like, man, that's so cool. But then the other time they're like, oh, that's not cool. That's pretty brutal. Like when you're like, I mean, that oh, sums look. up that sums up the Godfather right there is just, I mean, are like, are they good people? They clearly care for their family. Oh, yeah. Like, and, aren't, at, and aren't morons, but they're absolutely not perfect. Oh, okay. yeah. Like, <laughs> like just with them, like, like the idea of like, you know, respecting women and like their kids and stuff and. Like uh, all the other things, like it's like man on the outside they seem like good people, but if you, if you cross them, your horse's head gets cut off. You uh, yeah, you're just your car dead. explodes. Yeah, um, you get shot in a cornfield while peeing. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, a lot of things that happen. A lot of people, Dude, a couple so people many get people choked. died. I was just like every other scene, someone died. Yeah, there was there was there was a lot of violence in the first one. I think there might have been more in the first than the second. Yeah, because the second one goes through some different time jumps, which we can lightly talk about though when we get there. So in case Blaine yeah, I mean, ever watch it. I will yeah. watch it. I like the first one. Well, we'll get there later. We'll get there later. I'll give my opinion on that. Cool. I'm gonna agree with you, Jack. Okay. Um, anything, anybody else wants to talk about The Godfather? We kind of went through that quickly. I don't know if we want to go through that a little bit. Yeah, so, I mean, well, so, so, you got the Don, uh, Don Corleone, Vito, Don Vito Corleone, played by Marlon Brando. He has a cat, yes. Yes, he has a cat and has puffy cheeks. He's got does puffy cheeks. His, his mumble. He's got an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> 
uh, Michael, yes, played by Al Pacino. He's the son who doesn't want to get involved, but then He's once a war um, hero. once Vito is shot five times and survives. He's just built different. Gabagoo, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then he's he's Vito's youngest son. You got Vito's oldest son, Sonny, who's played by James Caan, who is uh what Elf's dad. Ah, he's, he's Elf's dad. Yeah, Elf. Make that who's connection? Elf? El- uh, Will Ferrell, Buddy. Oh, a Buddy the Elf. Yeah, okay. Buddy the Elf. His biological dad. You had to narrow it down. Okay, so I'm oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> biological. Okay, you know, yeah. I was thinking of I was thinking of the little Elf. Oh no! I was that thinking he was, biological. When, I was just imagining Will Ferrell just sitting on that guy's lap, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that, this guy's a mobster." I was in The Godfather. Oh, hold on! <laughs> Hot take idea. All right, it's The Godfather, but it's Santa Claus, and like his goons are like the elves. Does he have like is 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 there like a competing present trade? Like different? No, like, the continents the have other different. Uh, the so other mob families are the different holidays. Oh, okay. So it's so like, like uh, the Tooth Fairy and the Easter Bunny at the table. Yeah, exa- yeah. Mm. The, the Tooth Fairy's rogue. She's by herself, but like the Easter Bunny probably has like little chickens and bunnies with them. There's, it's um, like that scene from uh, Santa Claus, the Santa Claus Two. I don't remember that to be honest. What <laughs> scene are you talking he about? He meets with like Father Time, the Easter oh, Bunny, meets and with the, the Tooth whole Fairy. Council, yeah. 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 Oh. Well, that's an original idea I had because I don't remember that. <laughs> Proud of you, Jack. That's you but I like that, the idea of them movie. being mobsters or something, or just being like real cutthroat about it. Yeah, <laughs> they're trying to take over each other's seasons. Yep, and then you, uh, uh, it, it's like the like with the Godfather, he can't refuse something on his daughter's wedding day. Santa Claus can't refuse something on Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, all of all of them are killed. By Santa's oh. <laughs> it could be it could be about like the naughtiest kid trying to get to the North Pole. I'd watch for a Christmas movie where Eve. Santa just kills some kids. Just kills them all. <laughs> oh my it's, god. It's called just like it's like You like Amazon's, Easter, you're dead. Well it's like Amazon's the terminal list, but it's Santa Claus and it's called the naughty list. There you go. That's there's the weird owl song, The Night Santa Went Crazy. Oh, that can be the theme. <laughs> crazy Noel. That'll be the name. Mm. Beautiful. The God Santa. The God Santa. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anything else about the movie? What was your favorite scenes? Baptism. The baptism intercut with the killing of the heads of the five families. Easily. That was pretty good. Yes. That is good, but that seems like an easy answer. But you're not wrong. Sure. I mean, I'm I'm going to try to think of a more obscure one. Give me, counter me. All right, I think one of the funniest parts of the whole movie is where somebody goes, I'm German-Irish. And he's like, well, I'm sorry, you kraut mick. <laughs> okay. And I'm allowed to nice. say that because I'm Irish and German. I'm, I'm German, that's fine. Yeah, I can call you that. I'm apologizing you for calling you mick, though. I apologize. I don't even know what that means. It's it's Irish term. It's basically like, like a oh, bad Oh, so word. the German's the kraut. That, yes. Okay. So he's like, I'm German-Irish. And he goes, you're, you're a kraut mick or something. And I just thought that was so funny. <laughs> Honestly, mine was in the early, like, early part of the movie with the, uh, with the director. Mm-hmm. When the lawyer goes and the whole horse scene and everything. But that, like, the whole sequence. Just oh, like, well, that's he doesn't even say his name when he goes up to him. And the, the director's like, all right, look into him. And then he's like, why didn't you say his name? He's like, I, 
because I don't I think, like to mention it if I don't have to. Was that the first part where they like actually do like a mob thing? Because I feel like that would have just thrown you off guard. Like, yeah, that was you like the first. The movie. Yeah, that's like one of the right. first things they do. Right, and that's probably why I enjoyed it so much. Because you're probably was like, the oh first my thing. god, they actually like, did that. Oh my god, and they walk so he. It's just the way he like. He doesn't say a lot. He says why he's there. He says he'll be disappointed. And then there's a horse head in the bed. Yep, yep, yep. Great. It oh, it's fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, I liked I liked when Michael went to Italy too. I thought that was pretty fun. Yeah, got married. Then she yeah, died. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> she blew up. <laughs> so I, I actually have a question on that. Like throughout the movie, how what's the time span? Because it's not quite a year, right? Like, I, I, I think know, it's I was more than a year. So, in The Godfather Two, there are there is I think there's like two or three years gap between the baptism and Michael becoming the god, like Michael taking over for Vito. Okay. Yeah, I I think you're right. Okay. Because does it, it never tells you when it jumps a little bit right yeah the 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 second one i i was quite confused today when watching the second one because it i i understood that it was jumping back and forth between um the past and the present yeah well it it, it cuts to like Vito's rise who is a young Vito is played by robert de niro um and then cuts to michael doing what he's doing now well let's just jump to godfather 2 then just yeah it's it's only you and i've seen it Okay. Well, well right. let's let's do trivia, and then I'll look up oh, trivia on the fly course, for Godfather Two. Wait, duking um, or nuking? Oh, you, oh. I mean, well, I'm, I'm duking well, it. It's like an eight I, out of ten. Can, can I, I even don't... can I even duke or nuke? Because I haven't seen all three. You got to nuke the one you haven't seen. I mean, just just okay. Would you recommend The Godfather? I would. Well, there you go. What I mean, somebody, I duke what it. If, it's what just. If, I think it's really good. I just don't see how people are like, this is the best movie that's ever been made. I'm like, I, j- I, I just don't really don't see that. Well, if somebody would, says they don't want to watch it, you'd be like, well, you got to watch it. No, because I would. This eh. an, well, it's an offer you can't refuse. Oh, well, <laughs> I could. you could say that. <laughs> I, I was and then you killed going against pet. the quote there. Sorry, Jack. It's all right. Check your bed later. <laughs> Dude, now I'm just it. thinking of Duke's head. I'm like, oh no! <laughs> Damn it! I'm just like, no. He'll fit on the logo better since the logo is just his head. No, that's okay. Moving on. That's such a bad image. <laughs> Damn All right, fool. I checked. I checked my box today for giving Blaine nightmares. <laughs> All right, are we ready for trivia? Yes. Let's see if we, see if we Jack, got Jack, trivia this week. Oh, I you got to duke the Godfather. Yeah, duke it. So this is um, about Johnny Fontaine. Is that his last name? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So I, I um, him. when the Godfather was trying to get the uh, band leader to release the contract of Johnny, um, he originally offered ten thousand. Right. Yes, what sir. What was the uh, counter offer once he refused? Oh, I'm thinking. I don't, oh, jeez. I feel like there's a five in it. I don't know if it went to five or 15. Either his brains or his signature would be on the contract. Oh. Yeah. And how much money was it? Because it went down. I think it's five. 
It's a thousand. God dang it. But yeah, his brains or take the thousand bucks. Take the thousand bucks and sign it or, or he's going to die. Okay. Or you're going to die. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. All right. In order of appearance, what are the professions of the first three men that Don meets with during his daughter's wedding? Oh, who's the first guy? The first guy is the guy that the, says, I'm the first in, guy uh, is one I believe his in America. Beat up. Huh? It's, isn't it the guy who gets his, his daughter's beat up? That's why he's there. Yes. Yeah, but what are the professions? These are professions of these do? people. He's a, uh, he's a baker? Or is that the next guy? Was he a mortician? He was a um, mortician because Don Corleone uses him when Sonny um, gets shot. Is that what an undertaker he, is? Yeah. Okay. Then yes, you're correct. <laughs> he, he owned the funeral home. Yep. Okay. And then next one. Jack already said it. Oh, it's the baker. The baker. And then the last one. It's Johnny Fontaine, right? Yeah. And what's his profession? Well, he wants to become an actor. Oh, but he God. is all he's currently a singer, like a Frank Sinatra type. Yeah. So I don't know if you want what he is or what he wants to No, be. no, that works. Okay. We're good. <laughs> we did it. All right. All right. Next. Next. What color Question in three. the movie? What color in the movie? I, I Actually, I'm going to rephrase this question. I, I did some research. Uh, I don't like the way they phrase this. I'm going to say, what object in the movie almost always signifies death? Oranges. Oranges. I kind of oh. gave it away with the color. I apologize. But I don't know why they said color in this question. Because when I was doing research, it's not the color. It's it's the object. Like, it's an orange, always. That's fine. That's, Kubrick has a color, uh, Blaine. Kubrick's color is green. That signifies death. Okay. Interesting. But, like yeah, that so, room, room two thirty-seven in The Shining is like all green. green. Yeah. 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 So in this one, you always see oranges right before death is about to come. Yeah, that's right. Because when Vito gets shot the first time, he knocks over the 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 assassins knock over like a carton, like a street cart of oranges. Huh. Yeah. All right. That's you ready for the neat. last one? I liked that one. <laughs> good alright last one you ready mm -hmm. alright what is the name of the horse that gets his head severed oh it's what's got some name? stupid name what's the mm. name of the horse secretariat nope I don't know I know it's not a regular name it's some weird it's some weird name I, Names of horses I, are I all apologize weird. if I pronounce it wrong but Katoom yeah it was something stupid like that mm. But yeah, but that's because it's like a racing horse. Because sometimes in movies, yeah. like, people have a horse. They just give it like a horse name. But like, he's not even going to race the horse. He's like, this horse is too good to race. And it's like, well, that's just dumb. <laughs> he's so fast that he should never run. He is so good that he will just lose me money. <laughs> there you go. That sounds like a horse is not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if he was just like, he's like, oh, this horse is too good to race. Why don't you race him? Nah. <laughs> nah. It would put all the other horses to shame. What if that what if that was just his way to get the godfather to kill a bad horse for him? Oh. oh. Wow. Big brain move. <laughs> Here's my prized horse. He's got kill three it. legs. <laughs> Here's my horse that I just pulled off the truck to go to the glue factory. He's definitely in good shape. He's got like cysts all over it. <laughs> Just like panting. <laughs> Beautiful.
All right. Well, Jack, that was would you the trivia. Duke or nuke Godfather 2? Well, if I have to nuke one, I'm probably going to nuke the other movie we saw. What it's no! Called. I know, I know, I know. It's because I have to. I When we talk about it, I'll explain it. Okay. But it's I would if do I Godfather 2. I think it's... I think it's too long for its own good. I agree. It's I, three I a, hours and 20 minutes. That's a lot, man. I, and I, I mean, personally it, have a very nice feeling towards mob movies, so I'm a little biased. That's Mob movies have never been something that I've loved just because there's they're, they are mob movies. Yeah, like, it's, I do. It's not my genre. Yeah, no, the, so basically blame for Godfather 2. So half the movie is the continuation of Godfather 1, you know, like where Michael becomes the Godfather. But then the other half of the movie is it's like the the origin of the original Godfather, his dad. So Marlon Brando's character who's who young who's Vito Corleone who's played by yes. Marlon Brando in the past. Does that make sense, Blaine? Yeah. Okay. It shows like his how he became the Godfather. Okay, like how he be, how he came to America, and like so, I think it's so long because it's. it's I mean, we talked about Full Metal up. Jacket being two movie two movies, but Godfather Part Two is literally two movies worth. Yeah, I think the Godfather would have been like an elite trilogy if the second movie was just the origin of the original Godfather. Then Godfather Three was two and three smashed into one. I agree. Yeah, that would because that would have been just like such an interesting way to do it. I mean, they clearly had all the stuff filmed. They could have done like, I know it wasn't a common thing at that time, but like how Lord of the Rings and like the Matrix sequels all filmed simultaneously. You could have done like Godfather Part Two, where it's like Vito in the past releases in seventy four. And then well, I guess I guess the trick for that though is if you film it the exact way that we said it, you would still have to technically pause to film the prequel movie, right? Well, I mean, well, but I they guess did if it. they filmed that, uh, they yeah, already guess, did it. Yeah, I guess they could have. Yeah, I'm just saying re-edit the thing. Yeah, well, they'd have to add a bunch of stuff. I mean, I mean a, a little bit, but not that much. I mean, three hours and twenty minutes—that's more than two ninety-minute movies. We can't just have a 90-minute Godfather movie. Yeah, I was going to say. Why not? Because. Who who says? Because Coppola was given an offer that he couldn't refuse that the movies (laughs) cannot be shorter than 90 minutes. He took the job because his company, American Zoetrope, was failing. As we'll see again and again and again. Yikes. Poor guy. Real poor. I mean, poor guy. And Paramount, I mean, of, of course, us. the studios on both of these movies just put pressure on him. And, I mean, a studio interference attempted to be all over the place, but Coppola kept pushing back, like, no, I let me do my thing. I thought movie studios wanted to create the best content for us, not make money. Oh, Keep telling you, Jack. You, you naive little baby. Yeah. <laughs> You're wrong. Wrong, sad no. child. Yeah, so that's Godfather Part One and Part Two. All right, you want for the Godfather? You want some quick trivia? I didn't really go through these, but I have some pulled up, and I I I didn't like choose the best ones, so we can see what we got here. We might get crap, but curious if you guys know, Um, Young Vito, 
mm-hmm. with the help of several of his neighbors, manages to stow away on a ship headed for America. What is that ship called? Oh, the SS. Get ready it for it. It starts with an M. It does. Because I remember that sh- as it was going by, I said it out loud for no particular reason. So you practiced. I, I don't know. You I even just know practiced. It, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just know it starts with an M, so I'm going to call it the Morbius. Nope, nope. It's Mario. <laughs> Mario Puzi. Mario. Ah, the Mario. SS Mario. Uh, Mash- Masula? 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 Yeah. If I'm it, saying it, that correctly. It was, a, it was a weird name. M-O-S-H-U-L-U. Imagine if it was SS Mario and they're just blaring the, like, the Mario Brothers song, but it's the one from the live action movie. <laughs> it's like, hey, we're the Mario Brothers. Swing Dennis your Hopper's arms. in Apocalypse Now. Andy's Bowser in the Mario movie. There's a connection. Jack Black is Kung Fu Panda and could be Bowser in the new Mario movie. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, uh, you ready for your next question? Yes. All right. All right. When uh, Vito arrives in America, he is diagnosed with a disease. What is it, and how long was he quarantined? I would guess smallpox. For yeah, three I was going to say smallpox. Th- yeah, killed it, nailed it. Smallpox, three months. Because I was going to, for some reason, my brain wanted to say polio, but I was like, well, hold on. You can't just get rid of your polio. <laughs> That's also apocalypse now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, we'll get to it. All right, let's see. Right, let's see if I can find one more for you. I'm trying to find a Michael questionnaire. How many times does Michael. Okay, ready? his wife in the guy. <laughs> emotionally. Michael well, and I, physically, but mostly emotionally. Words in the second movie? Hurt harder. I mean, and in the first. I was going to say. He's a bad, bad husband. He's a bad husband. I was going to say, he's not he's The not Godfather the is a morally sound person. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a good man. He's a good man. All right. Michael is less than pleased to learn that his sister plans to marry, was it Mer- Merle Johnson? I don't know if I said that right, but she's going to marry. Complete his line to her. Coney, if you don't listen to me and marry this man, you'll blank. Regret it. Did you call her Coney? I did, and I realized it once I said it. Connie, I apologize. <laughs> yeah. That's I a apologize, name. Connie. <laughs> I was so trying to she like. Regrets it? Could she say whenever you're feeling good and hungry? Yeah. Imagine if the Italian mob just was in charge of Skyline. <laughs> <laughs> hey, put some gabagool in that, Connie. Connie. <laughs> and they just like are God, like I hate you guys. <laughs> and there's like secret codes like, hey, I want the six way. We don't sell a six way. Oh, I want the six way. And he just unloads a full six round magnum in him. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my gosh. Now I'm just picturing a bunch of squibs, which are the little like explosive packets that they use to emulate like bullet hits. Just going off in like the the chilies. The chili yeah, pots. They're on the conies, yeah. and like every time somebody takes a bite, it just pops in their mouth. <laughs> just conies, just hot dogs exploding. 
Yeah, all I'm picturing is like everyone just getting shot down in the skyline. Oh my god! <laughs> just someone just walks in. Pop, 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 pop. The crackers are going everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody gets hot hot sauce squirted in their eyes. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> just just take like the chili bowls and just like pour them on top of someone and just slam it onto their head. Their all right. Anyways, burns. do you know the answer? <laughs> What's the question? Blaine, I'm not going to lie. Blaine, I'm not going to lie. Coney, if you don't no, listen to me. No, it's Connie. Coney, we're going to say Coney. We're going to keep it. God I'm going to stick with it. If you don't listen to me and marry this man, you'll... I said regret it. Well, what is your answer? You'll never work in this town again. It's You'll disappoint me. That was exciting. I know. <laughs> I, I, I did. I, I said Coney on purpose so we'd actually get some good content there. <laughs> Blaine read the question wrong, and we're like, "Man, this is gonna be a good question." Then Blaine reads the answer, he's like, "Oh God, this ain't good." <laughs> say it wrong. Say it wrong. All right. <laughs> Anyways, those are your questions. Uh, well, let's wow. be done with Godfather. I enjoyed too. the Thanks, trivia Blaine. from. I enjoyed the trivia from the movie that you did not watch, but thank you very much. Maybe I'll stop watching movies here. I'll just do trivia. <laughs> it's my only job now. Like Black Adam and Halloween Ends are going to come out. I was like, okay, Blaine, you're not going to see it with us. Um, just look up some questions on a spoiler website, please. Um, thank you we'll very much. We'll take him to the movie theater, but we won't buy him a ticket. Well, he's just we'll just blindfold him and put some earmuffs on him. <laughs> The only way he'll get any experience of the movie is if we go to like a 4D. Maybe there'll be like a little water splash when Michael Myers stabs somebody. <laughs> nice. But yeah, no, that is it. Okay, so the Godfather, Godfather 2, Blaney only saw Godfather 1. What it, Do you like Godfather 1? Would you go back to Godfather 2? I know you already said yes, but tell me a guess again, please. I'm, I'm going to. I, I need wow. to watch it because I enjoy it. I want, yes. I'm curious on what comes next, and I, I like the fact that there's a prequel um, aspect to it. So, yeah, I I think, yeah, I, I the first one's definitely better, but I think the execution of the second one's just more interesting to me. But you, yeah, you, you were saying that it's pretty up to par. Right? Well, I I agree, but the first one's still better. Right? No, I got you. I got you. And I think as a whole, it's better than the next movie we watched, which is Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now. Uh, right. Let me just say, better yes. than Full Jack, Full Metal, or Full Metal well, Jacket. Of course. Yeah. 100%. Now, glad you brought that up because the problems that you guys had with Full Metal Jacket is the problem that I had with Apocalypse Now. Really? Uh, I'm. I'm. Can I make a guess? Yes. I'm gonna guess that after the Kilgore sequence on the beach. Yup. Yep. <laughs> you. Y yeah. Right there is is where the half point switches for you. Huh. Like where when, it switches for us after boot camp. When they switch to being mostly on the boat for the rest of the movie. Uh huh. I just don't find that interesting and it's dragged out too long for me but i still think it's interesting and i liked it a lot but do you even think the ending once they get to kurtz is like that or do you think it's just I, that middle point i i think the ending's kind of like it too okay but i don't feel like i just don't feel the climax of the movie like i'll agree with that i the climax wasn't really there for me but I was hooked all the way to the end. Oh, I was hooked. Oh, like, like I, I, but I, but it didn't lose me. Like it lost you. Like I, I enjoyed it. Well, I wouldn't all say all the way through. I'm just saying, if I had to pick one of the movies this week to 
nuke, I would pick this one just because the second half didn't engage me as much. That's fair. Like, if I were to rewatch this, I would only rewatch the first part. Because, like, I don't need to rewatch the second part. I should mention that we watched the final cut, which adds in some deleted scenes that weren't in the theatrical version. And so, like, the, the fr- when, where they go and hang out with the French... Yeah, like I thought, like I thought the French thing was. I thought the funeral was interesting. I thought some of those extra scenes were interesting. To be I, honest, that, that's I why I picked it because it is. I mean, some of that stuff is is definitely. See, I, I didn't think it was bad at all. I, like, I just thought the it was interesting. Scene. That's it's it's. I mean, it's subjective. Yeah, it's. I I think the theatrical is definitely tighter paced. Okay, and so like now, if you're gonna rewatch it, rewatch the theatrical. So pretty much apocalypse okay. now for anybody who hasn't seen it. It's Vietnam. But it's absolutely insane, and people are going crazy, and that's I don't I how do you even describe this? Will chaos? I, I mean, I would describe it as um, to to quote Coppola on when this film was premiering. Uh, he says they had access to too much money, too much equipment, too much resources, and everything still went wrong. This that film is like not about government. Vietnam; it is Vietnam. Oh, I like that. There like you that. go. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's what that's he good. said right before the first showing of Apocalypse Now in 1979. Well, the beginning is fantastic. Yes, it is. Like all, everything, like everything is yeah. just real. Like, geez, it's awesome. And I and I was reading stuff too. Um, and it, it was like the goal of this movie was to make it as much like before this, they were saying like there's no true movie that portrays war properly. I think that that's what it was saying, and like that was the goal of this movie. To yeah, because there was like, like a propaganda it needs film. to be like war. Yeah, there there was a propaganda film about Vietnam made with John Wayne called The Green Berets, where it's just one of those like look how badass and cool the the army is. Right. Nice. Um, but but then this script for Apocalypse Now, based off of Joseph Conrad's Hearts of Darkness, Orson Welles tried to make in the 30s or in the 40s. I'm sorry. And couldn't get it done because the budget was too big to do the story. Yeah, and it's also the, the 40s. And then so in 69, I think, 68 or 69, the script was written for Apocalypse Now. Now, that's nice. 10 years before the movie got released. They oh. wanted to actually go to Vietnam while it was active, like while the war was still happening and shoot oh this. Oh, my like, gosh. Wow. And George Lucas was going to direct it. And it was going to be black and white and like super realistic. Jeez. But then he mm. decided to make Star Wars. Well, I hope that decision paid off for him. That <laughs> <laughs> and so and then Coppola, they started Lucas and, and Coppola started a company called American Zoetrope. And Coppola was like, we need to make a movie for our company. So let's do Apocalypse that would Now. Help. Yeah, and and, and <laughs> he a, wanted he insisted on shooting it on location, so they shot it on location in the Philippines. And I mean, just watch Heart, Hearts of Darkness. It's a miracle any free any sequence in this makes any sense at all. Oh yeah, because I mean, multiple times Coppola was threatening suicide. It was it was bad. The audio commentary on Hearts of Darkness Coppola opens up with, "Welcome to Hearts of Darkness." Uh, I also call it uh, "Watch Francis Suffer." <laughs> <laughs> and he had he had his whole family there like his his wife the documentary is shot by his wife he had his kids well no wonder he was suicidal you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> he, i i, I, I do nice. really like coppola because he's a big he, he is a big proponent he, he loves his family and he's been he's still married to the same person 
for like um, 60 years. That's crazy. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. I was going to say, man, he's dead. No, he's not. He's not dead? No. Oh, God, who, uh, hold on. Why do you assume everyone's the, dead, Jack? Hold on. No. I, who did I look up that was dead? Okay. I, okay. okay. <laughs> he the just director, did the Godfather restoration the, this year. The director that we're doing next week is dead. Wes Craven is dead. Yes. Yes. That is what I was <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> okay. Very right. nice. Start what else we got? Movie. Anyway, yeah, th- this this film is just nuts, and it's very surreal with its lighting. It does that thing like The Godfather does, where it's very dark, um, and there you only have light shining on part of a person's face. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, I, I just really yeah. like the stylistic choices. I you love like the, the smoke. It's so you like stylized. The smoke in the helicopters. Oh my gosh! It, <laughs> it, it's I, no CGI, and when that helicopter. During the Kilgore, uh, during the taking of the beach, flies through that awesome. spiral of smoke. That is so cool. Like, how do you even capture that all in camera? That's so neat. And, and we mentioned this while we were watching it. Just seeing every one, like when they got to the beach and just seeing all the freaking helicopters and all the like the tanks and everything just happening all at once. Yeah, and, and the camera's all the guys not even just stagnant. running out. It's dollying around. It's moving. Yeah, dude. There's just so much going on. Some, yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. Trademark. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, no, it was it was just like just how everything was real. And they used like what was it, the Philippines military they used for the make this movie? Yeah. So the, the Philippines had bought American equipment after Vietnam, and they were borrowing the Huey helicopters from the uh Philippine military. Uh, but the the Philippines were in a war at the time, so they kept having to take the helicopters back to fight their war. So then they'd just be sitting around with their cameras and all the actors waiting for the helicopters to come back. And then all of a sudden, oops, here's a typhoon. All the sets are destroyed. Now we got to rebuild the sets. Yeah, how long did you? Martin Sheen, our lead actor, had a heart attack. He's got to go to the hospital for six months. You mentioned this. How long did Jeez, it take Pete's. to film the whole thing? Wasn't it like over two years? Yep. Jeez. That's so most of the scenes were shot in like 76 and 77. It it, it and then it spent a lot of time in the editing room because they shot so much footage. At, at that time, it was the movie that had the most footage shot for it of any other movie. What beat it? Um maybe Eyes Wide Shut. I well, Eyes Wide Shut has the longest uh, shooting period in film history it's it's touching three years i think what about the movie about the kid that they filmed for like 20 years i um you ever seen know. that movie a boyhood i don't know what it's called <laughs> yeah. i just know there was like no a I, I have not seen boyhood called this guy yeah since he was a kid or whatever yeah, one thing awkward. i found really interesting i was read. see i was reading up on these before um and that the opening scene the opening that opening cut with like the the song Mm -hmm. that was in uh one of the uh film like thrown in the garbage yeah that um the tree line yeah and the, the reason why they threw it away was because it was like fuzzy or something and um he liked the way it looked and he said just Go over it with a song. And he said, what was the name of the song, Will? This is the end by the this doors. This is the end. And he thought it was funny because yeah. it was the start of the film. <laughs> yep. I exactly. That was, I that heard was the a same cool thing, fact. Blaine. 
That was yeah, a cool that, fact. He just went, wouldn't it be funny to start a, a movie with a song called This Is The End? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, and then, of course, don't kill yourself. And then the editor was like, ooh, the, the fan blades kind of, you know, kind of look like helicopter blades. So what if we put the helicopter sounds in there? So that yeah. kind of shows that, like, Willard is looking up at the fan thinking it's the sound of a helicopter. Like, he's he's all kinds of messed up. And you said with the the way they did that was surround sound. So I like I really want to like hear it now in surround sound. First <laughs> the first movie with a a 5.1 surround sound system. So that is a so you've got mono, one speaker, stereo, two speakers, the left and the right. 5.1 is left right, you've got a center for dialogue and then two speakers on the like back sides of you. And then the point 1 is is one subwoofer. So they also had extra lower frequencies that they could play with. So when that napalm hits, if you have a sub, it rattles your house. Okay, it is, that sounds awesome. Yeah, Coppola, when they were mixing it, Coppola was, was quoted as saying, when that napalm hits, I want to feel it. There you go. So he that wanted was, to uh, feel yeah. it, boys. All right, it was well, pushing boundaries. Well, I'm curious, how, how, what is it like, what does surround sound like today? Like, is it more than five? Yes. One? So the highest you can go is is Atmos, which is is object-based. So think about object-oriented programming, Blaine, where you've got variables. Well, yep. so it, it, it tracks in an object. When, when they're mixing the sound, they, instead of coding them to s- specific speaker channels, um, it, it has like a 3D representation of a room. And the object, say a helicopter, they'll mark the path in that room where they want it to be say like circling the top of the ceiling and you can have anywhere from seven speakers which is a 5.1 setup with two speakers above you to like i don't like 128 speakers in a bonkers theater and that object that helicopter object can be mapped to however many speakers you have so like in a 5.1 it'll just go around the speakers you have if you got a bunch in the ceiling it'll use the ceiling speakers that sounds Awesome. So yeah. do they like when when they do that with the surround sound, do they do something specific for theaters and then it's completely different for like the DVDs we get? No, 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 no. So if you look thing? on if because you look the on the movies I have, Blaine, yeah. the, it will say like um Apocalypse Now has an Atmos track. So like when 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 I watch it at my house, I'm I'm watching with Atmos. And it's it the helicopters are are very cool. I don't have the ceiling speakers. But even the 5.1, the Atmos object-based makes 5.1 even better. Oh, okay. So if you just turn around the back of a Blu-ray case, you can see what what kind of sound it has. It'll say, like, uh, Dolby 5.1 or DTS 5.1. Those are just the two companies. Or okay. an, and I, an and I have track. seen those. I never knew what they meant, but... Yep. That's cool. I just saw it, and I was curious one day, and I looked it up, and I was like, hmm. Wow. It's amazing. Neat. Google. Yep. I actually really like the end of this film where he goes, Marlon Brando goes all philosophical. I I, oh, I yeah, like yeah. that better than like, you know, the stereotypical mass shootout and how Willard's like, Kurtz is almost wants Willard to be a successor, but Willard is like, just, he's hardcore focused on that mission, man. Mm-hmm. He's just, yeah. he is a pure military man and that is all he is. Nothing more. Yeah, I like the end. I just think, at least for me personally, I just think if the middle didn't drag enough for me, I think the ending would have hit harder. 
But so are you it, saying like where they go to like the Playboy show and like the bridge? No, I just, I think, I don't know. Like it's good. I don't know. I, if I'm just trying to nitpick the one that I'm saying is the worst, but it's, <laughs> I, I um, mean, if it didn't, if it didn't click with you, it didn't click, but it kind of did and it didn't. I, can't, I don't really know. Like just okay. the middle. I just, I just think at least for me personally, I think they were just on the boat for a little too long, but I get everything they did on the boat had a purpose though. So they weren't on it too long. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's. I mean, so what I'm getting I can at totally is that I hate that. I can totally see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, the, the ending. I, I was a little lost at the ending, but because it. I mean, it I was, think you're supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, and that was the point of it. But that's. I think that's why I was like, kind of, not completely, invested in it. Makes Because it makes lost sense. me so much, and I'm like, eh. But it, it up to that point, I, I loved it. It was good. It was just a little too philosophical for me. That's fair. That's that's. I think I like it because I'm not a war movie person. Yeah. So seeing a war movie that's like a war movie third, but like a surreal character study first, mm-hmm. plays to my type of. Yeah. Place place to yeah. my my genres that I like. Faux show. Cool. So that was uh, those are the three movies we watched. Hooray for the three movies we watched. Do you want some trivia? Yeah, let's do some trivia. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll duke that. Yeah, for sure. That's my favorite Vietnam movie. My favorite war movie. This is so hard. If I have to duke or I nuke might... either Godfather or Apocalypse now, like they're so. F- See, that's the they're thing, so no, different, but they're so. I feel like they're on the same for me. Like they're so equal. Like I enjoyed them both. They both were a little slow at some points for me. You can definitely they, tell these are both the same director. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're right there for me, like equal. But if I had to nuke Duke one, it'd probably be Apocalypse. I was like, Coppola does a good job of like establishing a character and then killing them off. <laughs> <laughs> George R. R. Martin style. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, Blaine, give me trivia. Give me question one. All right. All right, well, okay. Will can't answer this because he, okay. already, he already answered this, and I'm curious if Jack was paying attention. Oh, God dang it. <laughs> All right. So the novel that was uh, that this movie was based on, A Heart of Darkness, who was the author? Mario. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd be interesting. I don't remember because Will sorry. already said this. I wasn't listening. Well, I was listening, but I didn't register it. All right, Joseph Conrad. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I I was gonna say something like, "Dang it, Will, you took another question." I was like, "That you know what, Jack?" I'm sorry. Did. I'll okay, well, now I now I feel less bad if you didn't say anything because I was like, "Man, did Blaine make a point to say this?" And I was like, "No, oh, I was like, I'm not anything. gonna say anything. I'm just gonna. I'm curious if Jack withheld the, or held that information. Um, I wouldn't have gotten that. I, Jack, I paid so more. I paid more attention to ammos and stuff. That's what I was. That's what I was paying attention to. That's fair. I don't pay attention to books." <laughs> All right, you ready for the second question? Yes. The title of the film appears during the film itself. How? So it's not typical, like, when the film opens, it's not that typical, like, title, like, PowerPoint title thing. Yeah. 
How is it um, portrayed in the film? Will, you probably know this. I, I, I do, but Jack, I, I, want, I don't want to just spurt it too quick. Is it in, like, the smoke? No. Huh? No, it's not. Oh, wait, is it, like, in the ground or something? Or is it, like, are you talking about, like, the text or... It's it's the name of the movie, and you're yeah. It's like part of the the scene. Part of the yeah. scene, yeah. Is it like on a paper? Mm, no, I don't know. It's right, on. Um, it's when they're pulling up to Kurtz's compound, where they meet Dennis Hopper, the photojournalist. Behind him, it says "Apocalypse Now," or it says "Our motto: Apocalypse Now" on the wall behind him. Yeah, and graffiti. Neat. Yeah. I didn't know that either, Jack. I'm just That's I'm okay. looking these up. I probably couldn't answer like even half of the questions I have. <laughs> I think when we were watching, um, Kevin or Brett went, Apocalypse now. Hmm. When, when that scene happened. Okay. Well, you can tell I didn't. <laughs> yeah. All right. Which lead actor cast to play Captain Willard was replaced by Martin Sheen weeks into shooting? I think Will mentioned this at he While did we say, were there. He I'm said sorry. he said that thing, but I don't remember who he said it was. I will. Can I do no. a hint? Yeah, you can do a hint. Chevy Chase. No. Um. So this guy Jack is in Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. He is. He's, Samuel Jackson. No. Well, he's not in Reservoir Dogs. I know. <laughs> he's who's the main guy in Reservoir Dogs that isn't the undercover cop. Shoot, is it John Travolta? <laughs> Starts with the name. It's not in Reservoir Dogs either. Who, who plays just the wolf in Pulp Fiction. Fiction? The wolf. I don't remember the wolf. The wolf is the guy where Samuel Jackson and John Travolta go to his house to get their car cleaned up. Oh, that's a good part of that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't. Harvey Keitel. Okay, yeah. I would have never gotten that. I've never even heard of that guy's name before. And yeah, and it's just saying he didn't see uh, him fitting that role. Yeah, it just it it wasn't working. Yeah, isn't that what the auditions for? Well, Martin Sheen was originally asked, but he couldn't do it because he was filming something else. In Hearts and, of Darkness, that's like the first bad thing that happens is after two weeks of filming in the Philippines, uh, Coppola makes the decision to fire uh, Harvey Keitel and replace him with Martin Sheen. Imagine that plane right and back. And then like, all, all right, the other goodbye. stuff happens. I think maybe that's why I like it so much is just is I learned all the backstory first. And then I watched it and went, wow, this movie's really good. Despite all the stuff I just saw that makes me not want to make a movie ever because it looks like hell. Yeah. Well, that that is one thing with Apocalypse Now, like versus The Godfather. Like you talked a lot about that um, backstory and like the how long it took him to do it and everything. And that, that was fascinating to me. I like that it, kind of it stuff. It just, I couldn't, oh, I, was, yeah. I was like, I was like, I got to not say anything because it'll come up on the podcast, but I could not hold it back because it's so damn interesting. No, and that, when that you're was watching the movie, I, I just think it helps when you're watching the movie to be like, oh, oh. Yeah, oh, I, and I think it did. I think that kept me wanting to see more because you yeah. appreciate it. Like, this is like, groundbreaking at the time that's it, it like everybody involved is just pouring their heart and soul into that into i would argue thing. it's groundbreaking now i mean yeah <laughs> that's I, I yeah i mean brett kept saying 
Like, it looks amazing. He came over and he was like, when was this made? This wasn't, like, ten years ago? This is an avatar. (laughs) And that's what you're saying. They kept the, uh, they protected the film. Yeah, I mean, that's 35 millimeter film, man. If it is preserved, that original negative, it is, it's better than some of the highest quality digital cameras. Yeah. All right, you ready for your next question? Yes, sir. This, I don't know if Will will get. So, uh, what is the first death card that Kilgore deals out? So, when he's mm. throwing out the cards, the the signal that they were the ones that did this, what was the first card? Well, like a type of card? Like a Yeah, like, card? was it... Yeah, what, what was... What, what suit and what... Um, all right, let's see if we can narrow this down, too. All right, well, do you want the red ones or the black ones? Hmm. I'm going to go... I'll go black. All right, well, I will be the hearts and diamonds. All right, Blaine. Was it a heart or a diamond? No. Oh, the was it a joker? Of spades. It was spades. Oh, shit. <gasps> but it was the two. Oh. oh, the second of spades. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah, obscure the most, fact The most there. Under, underestimated spade. <laughs> Two is my favorite number. I'm just kidding. Two is nobody's favorite number. That's literally my favorite number. Two is nobody's favorite number. <laughs> it's my favorite number. <laughs> I've never met anyone who's like, man, dude, two is like great. Why do you want to be number two? Two sucks. That's my favorite number. And even why? better is 22. Why, why is two your favorite number? What about 222? Because I was born on the second of Wait, the month, Will, Will, and Will, also in Will. the year two thousand. What? Uh, did you see what year it was? Two thousand twenty-two. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, it's your, it's your favorite year. <laughs> no, two thousand two hundred twenty-two would be my favorite year. Yeah. God, I hope I'm dead for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They have me one of those Futurama like head buckets. <laughs> All right. Uh, ready? Next to like Richard Nixon. All right, last question. (laughs) (laughs) I was just joining Will there. You ready for your last question? Blaine's like barking at us to keep going. (laughs) All right, Dennis Hopper appears towards the end of the film. What did his character do for a living? It's really Uh, easy if you know who this is. It is, yes. Just, Just picture the character in your mind, Jack. Well, I don't know who Dennis Hopper is. Right, so it's that, that's, he's the guy that's when they pull up to Kurtz's compound. He's the guy. The first thing he says is like, "Zap him with your siren, man." Oh, is he a photographer? Yeah, photojournalist. Nice, nice. He's got he's, like eight cameras on him, and he takes pictures with them. He does actually use them. Yeah, yeah, yes, he does. Which I thought was a very bold thing to do because <laughs> if I had a camera and I was in a not advanced area with people who do not understand cameras. They would probably think it's a gun. I mean, they had guns. I mean, they did, but... <laughs> it is called it, shooting. But if you've never seen a camera <laughs> before, and I aimed a camera at you and pointed and clicked... Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, Kurtz know? did threaten to kill him. He did. He did. Didn't you say um, some people on the... Like, throughout the movie almost died? Like, in real life? Oh, Yeah. Martin Sheen had a heart attack. Wasn't there something else, though? Like, a couple people almost died on set, just out of the craziness of everything? Oh, yeah, so there's, during the Kilgore scene, there's a helicopter that has, um, 
that gets it in the story gets hit by a bomb, but they or by a gunshot, but they had to rig an explosive in the helicopter to make it look like its engine explodes. And the explosion was so big that the pilot of the helicopter actually lost control and almost died. <laughs> I mean, he, he almost crashed in the helicopter, which would have meant death. And you got, I mean, and you got all those helicopters and actors, not trained professionals, you know, jumping out and running around. They could, anybody, it's, it's amazing. Nobody got their head cut off by a darn helicopter blade. Like they were everywhere. There's, there's tanks shooting fire. Right. That's one thing, like out of all that chaos, like these guys aren't actual soldiers. I mean, right. (laughs) but, But even in like, in the actual Vietnam war, like. These guys were all like young. Yeah. So yeah, it, it exactly. would have been chaos just like that. Like the risk and everything, more of a risk because it was the actual war. Right. Crazy stuff, man. Good movie though. And I, I 100% love that way more than Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. Oh, I'd agree. I'd agree. I think this is better than Full Metal Jacket from a war perspective. I, I just think this movie has more heart and soul put into it than Full oh, Metal Jacket. Oh, it does, too. Yeah. Full Metal Jacket just kind of feels like Kubrick's next movie. And, I mean, it kind of... Well, that, it, yeah, they, it, they filmed it, on all sets and stuff. It's just on face value, yeah. All right, do we have anything else to say about Apocalypse now? No, sir. I would okay, say... Well. I, I mean, I, I would definitely re- recommend checking that one out. Oh, I, I'd agree. Because it's just such a, like... Even if like you just watch the first ten minutes, like that is just amazing. Yeah, I mean, you may or may not like it, but uh, hey, get your own opinion, man. Get your own opinion, man. Should be our slogan. <laughs> that's uh, that's was that the Big Lebowski? Well, uh, hey, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Get your own opinion. All right, are we uh, we jumping into the news or what we watch? We are jumping this week? into what we are watching, or I like to call what we watching. www dot watching okay four w's okay blaine what are you watching tell me what you watched this week dude i could barely get through the godfather will <laughs> tell me what you are watching this week. <laughs> all right oh man what did i watch i've been watching a lot of like special features and stuff Ooh, yeah catching up on on some um Interviews with Kyle McLaughlin from Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, doing some... Uh, di- watch, watched all the special features for, like, Apocalypse Now and The Godfather. Um, so that was that was was very interesting. Let's see. I didn't watch... I didn't, I didn't watch anything for fun this week, actually. Did you watch any Lord of the Rings? I didn't watch today's. Or <laughs> I, I did. this week's I, Friday's. I got through episode two, and I'm done. I'm not even going to try to watch the rest because I, it's boring and stupid. I don't care. It's Nothing's interesting. So... Ha- nothing interesting is happening to me. Nothing. Nothing interesting. Is... It's not even interesting. Just nothing has happened. Right. I was. Nothing's I was putting, happened. I was putting on The Godfather on my TV, and like an ad popped up for Amazon, like the most critically acclaimed show of the year. Lord of the Rings. Who? I'm like Amazon. Dude, no freaking way. Like that is such a lie. <laughs> yeah. No, like, I, I look. I've invested two hours in that. Sh- in of that, it, I've invested two hours in that show, and nothing they've shown me has made me go, "Oh, that's interesting," or "Ooh, I really liked that." I've 
the entire two hours I've just been sitting there going, okay, when's this going to start? I've, yeah. I've, yeah, I've seen all the way up and nothing has started. It's the same, it's the same thing. That's, and yeah, and you're what, three, three hours five? ahead of me? Yeah. 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 Episode why, five, yeah. Why should I even bother? Uh, you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, so if you're thinking about watching Lord of the Rings, don't watch Apocalypse Now. Or just watch the Lord of the Rings movies. And then no, the Hobbits, that works too. Eh, you don't have I to like, watch the Hobbits. I like the Hobbits. The Hobbits, you can watch. You can certainly watch them. That is a thing you can do. But I'm saying, like, you don't watch Lord of the Rings show. You, well, did you hear? You don't watch. Did you hear about the the drama about the uh, the dwarves in the Hobbit movies at the premiere of the movie for the last Hobbit? Uh, I did not. The so apparently, like you know, like as the Hobbit movies go on, like the dwarves, like the extra dwarves, just become like not important. Like you just see like less and less of like the side dwarves and only like the main ones. Oh, okay. So, so the apparently, like, were a, mad. well, apparently those side act because they were just classified as like side actors and they weren't even invited to the premiere of the movie. Really? Oof! Big yeah, oof! Yeah, yeah. Oh even my gosh! Yeah, it was a big thing about it because then one of them complained online, and then they got invited, but then everybody was mad at them when they were, when they were there, and nobody would talk to them. Why? I don't. I just like I would feel like it's the Hobbit. You got to invite all the dwarves the heck well blaine you don't run a company true I don't, that's I the exact kind of thing that coppola was trying to get rid of when he started american zoetrope Tur- turns out you need money to make movies yeah and money bring like people that have money are typically probably most likely eh, assholes that's and wealthy. The, the, my favorite line from citizen kane is it's no trick to make a lot of money if all you want to do is make a lot of money. Right. Forget about everything else. Yeah. Just get if if money. all you want to do is work, work, work and make a ton of money, you can, but that's all That's all you'll have. That's all you'll be, yeah. 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 Not my desire. Yeah, I'll pass. Pass. That's okay. All, right. <laughs> all, all right, of we, the money for Jack. Yeah, yeah Jack can have it all. <laughs> Hooray um, for me. For what were you money. watching, Jack? Well, I watched some more Lord of the Rings. I loved it so much. It was just <laughs> yum, yum, yum. I eat up all the Lord of the Rings. Oh, no, no. <laughs> um, all of the rings in my mouth. Um, <laughs> what else? Did I, watch? I watched House of the Dragon, Blaine. You watched that. I did watch that. Yeah, I did watch that. That was fantastic. I actually watched it twice, that episode. Oh. Really? Why yeah, would you I did. do that? Because I, I I wasn't sober for the first time I watched it. <laughs> wow. Nice. Good for you. So I had to rewatch it, and it was just as fantastic the second time. Beautiful. Great. It was so good, man. What are your thoughts on it? I think it's amazing. Uh, I don't know if you know anything about episode five yet. That comes out later today, the day we're recording this, but there might be some new faces you'll be seeing. There's time jump. There's a time jump. It's like a 10-year time jump. And the actors for the time jump are the original actors that they casted for the show. Yep. Yeah. Which I think is interesting because we've only seen like the people that were casted to look like the original people. Right. And we it's like half the first season, right? I know. And it's B- and they've been a really good. Oh, they've been fantastic. 
Oh, I'm so excited. Like that that chaos in the last episode we just watched was like some of the chaos I remember from Game of Thrones that made me so oh, happy there was so with much Game tension. of Thrones. There was yeah. so much tension, chaos, so much happened. It was so satisfying. Like, oh my goodness. He loves a classic wedding in Game of Thrones where, you know, everything just goes perfectly correct. Oh, hands up. Oh, wait, no, it didn't go perfectly correct. Hands down. <laughs> <laughs> Good work, Blaine. <laughs> I caught myself. Just imagining with Blaine one hand up and his other hand just like, no, 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 come back down. <laughs> I actually did do that. Hey, get that hand. <laughs> my hand definitely went up and my other hand definitely brought it down. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my All right, God. then there's also da da da. Get ready for it. Rick and Morty. It's still happening. Yeah. All right. Anybody Let's else? Let's keep going so I can watch it. I know. I, I actually did watch one episode of Rick and Morty. I watched the dragon episode. Ah, oh, the family friendly one. Yeah, the family friendly dragon episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. That one's okay. Yeah, yeah it's not, it was it's okay. I just special. it just caught me off guard. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Uh, um, what else? Blaine, you watched a little bit of South Park this week. Nothing exciting. But you don't watch a lot of South Park. Did you I enjoy South Park a, for the first I, time? I, I did. Well, I, I've seen it before. And like when you guys come over, you've done this before where you put on episodes that you guys. I liked. picked a couple good episodes for you. Yeah. Yeah, they were good. Good. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed some South Park. Then there's also She-Hulk. It's still happening. Everyone get excited for She-Hulk. Are you still oh watching Oh my gosh, that? I forgot about that show. I want to watch. So last week, get, get, they teased Daredevil at the end of the episode. They had his helmet. And it was like, oh my god, look, it's the Daredevil helmet. Because, you know, uh, She-Hulk went to the same person that made the new Daredevil costume, I think, or something. I don't know. It's it's not well made, so I couldn't really tell. But they teased everyone <laughs> with the Daredevil helmet. And guess what happened this episode? Uh, we didn't get to see Daredevil? Absolutely nothing. She-Hulk, <laughs> She-Hulk, She-Hulk went to a wedding, and it was inconvenient, and it was such a waste of time. There is no story to this show. It's she over halfway done. She went to a wedding, and it was inconvenient. <laughs> literally, literally. She breaks the fourth wall, because that's like a part of She-Hulk's character, and she was like, oh, yes, a perfectly inconvenient wedding in this show, like how weddings are inconvenient in real life. And I was like... That does what? not excuse any of this. So, can I put my hand up for this wedding? <laughs> uh, no, it's bad. What? It's bad. It, it, the show is so bad. Like, good. It's infuriating how bad this show is. Okay. Like, this is probably the worst show I have ever watched. It's and the I most critically acclaimed it. show of the year. Like, <laughs> it brings it power. Like, it breaks continuity and it's boring. But at least it doesn't, like, Fully suck. Like She Hulk just sucks. It just sucks the life out of me, and I hate it. <laughs> no twerking this thing, time. The only thing that could make it better is if it if like the technical aspects were bad. Like if it if it looked bad and like the sound was bad. The CGI is horrendous. It, I was gonna oh, say it looks oh, okay. awful. What are you talking about, Will? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched it. I was Dude. told not to. Yeah, the, don't. The, <laughs> you should watch She Hulk just for the anime. The CGI. And She-Hulk is atrocious. Like it looks something straight out of like 2003 Hulk. Oh my! Oh my gosh! Just like all smooth and plasticky. Yes. Oh yeah. gosh! It's so bad. Ugh. And like some of the shots are finished, and some of the other shots are not finished. It's atrocious. <laughs> yeah, like it's so I, she I, even looks different. <laughs> see, I don't pay attention to these things when I watch movies, like the way it looks and the the like the effects. But like this is so noticeable noticeably bad that i even see it 
Yeah, that's not what you want. Oh, yeah. it's so bad. That's if it takes you out of the whole thing, that's I mean, you're failing. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> good good job, Disney. Keep on uh, pumping out your factory there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, at least it's getting destroyed, but it's, yeah, it's getting destroyed, like, critically, so we'll see what happens. Anything I else? Uh, if, the uh, there was mermaid. one other big thing. I was going to save it for last, but oh. I'm seeing if there's anything else we watched this week. Sorry, what were you saying, Will? We cut you off. Uh, I'm guessing we'll get to it in the news, but I'm won- I wonder if the Little Mermaid, like, bombs, if they'll stop with their live-action stuff. They won't. It doesn't matter. If it makes them money, they'll keep going. It does not matter. Yeah, that's a good point. Yep. Reviews, reviews do not matter. The only thing that matters is how much money this movie makes them. Yep. And the the Little Mermaid has divided people, and no matter where you stand on it, You're half of those people it. will go see the movie in yeah. spite. Well, they, they I mean, they it. do that crap on purpose to in, inspire that hatred, so that when the movie itself sucks, well, that, Disney that's could exactly just say, what "No, you're being a bigot." See that that's what these shows like if you listen to all of like the Ring of Power interviews before the show comes out they um they like uh what's it called they um like that's the only thing they talk about is like this is pretty brave of you to do all these like race swappings and stuff blah 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 and it's like well yeah but House of Dragon does that and no one cares cuz the show is good <laughs> that's right. dude i i i can't excuse bad writing so it's <laughs> so all these shows that are just like you don't like race swapping. It's just it's just because the show is bad, and if you say the show is bad, they're just like, well, you just are a racist. Because all there's a bunch of other shows that do race swapping, and everybody like it, the perfect example is House of Dragon and Rings of Power. Like House of Dragon is like a nine out of ten critically and audience, while Rings of Power is like a nine out of ten critics, but it's like a three out of ten for everyone else. Hmm. And Amazon yeah. was deleting one star reviews off Amazon. And, they, and they still they and they're still doing the same thing like the race swapping like the the one king the the that his son got married to or the yeah. daughter got yeah yes yeah in, yeah. in the, the books the in the books he's he's not black but no one cares because it's a fantastic show that they swap well, yeah. that out because if a show's done, if something's done well you don't nitpick it right. Well, people do, but you, you know what I mean. Right. No, like, exactly. If, it. if it's done well, you're willing to let things slide or just o- overlook things or be just be entertained and absorbed regardless and it, just ignore it. I mean, well, you, thing if a like, show's boring, it's not because of uh, it, it's not because of someone's look. It's because the story is freaking boring. Right. There's nothing Sounds happening. Like, uh, that's pretty racist of you to say, if you ask me. That, right? <laughs> okay, now we will get to da 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 da. The big thing this week. Guess what it was? Do 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 do. Who likes? Who likes space? I like uh, space. I do. Who likes big brands? I kind of don't. Who likes Disney? I I uh, used to. Who likes? Rogue One. Ah, I do, actually. Andor came out this week. Uh, you and saw it? it is, I watched all, they released three episodes. I watched all three. Now, get ready for it. This is the best TV show Star Wars has made since The Mandalorian. 
But mm, what is it better than the Mandalorian? That's not saying a lot. I was going to say, that's not saying a lot. But believe me when I tell you that this show may end up being worth watching. Okay. Okay. Watch I, it all and let me know if it's... I am, I am very intrigued by this show so far. Okay. It is this kind of a slow buildup, but it seems like it's actually written like a TV show, not like a Disney Plus garbage thing. And there's interesting new characters, because the only character that you know from the movies is Andor so far. Like, everybody else is a new character. Sweet. Um, and there's, like, all these new designs, and, like, like he doesn't even fight stormtroopers yet. Like, these are, like, just these guards on this planet that's policed by another planet that I'm assuming is run by the Empire, but... Cool. It, yeah, like, let him do his own thing. And the so- villains are, like, interesting. <gasps> wow. I know. Shocking. And they're new. Shock- shocking. <gasps> <laughs> is he it's working? not Darth Vader? It's not Darth Vader. What? <gasps> is he working for the Rebellion right now? Not yet, no. Not yet. He's like okay. he's just like doing his own thing and like uh what's his name from the Thor movies and Dune is re- just recruited him to do something bigger. Mm. Uh the Scarsgars guy. The the one who plays the big fat guy in Dune, and he also plays the science guy in Thor. I think that's Bill Scarsgard. Yeah, so he's in it and he plays like another rebel guy. Okay. And he's good. He's a great actor. He's yeah. And then the villains are good. Like there's a like there's this new guy who's like in charge of the bad guys who are and and they're like also the bad guys where they're like they're not even bad guys. They're just like these people who are just like overseeing this planet and Andor's causing mischief. So they're just like they're trying to be like they're trying to keep the peace. You know? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So so like obviously like, you know, Andor becomes like a rebel and he's a good guy, but just on surface value, if you don't know anything, it's like, well, Obviously, I can assume these are the bad guys, but like, they haven't done anything bad. They're just like, they're just like not well equipped, like police officers and stuff. They just are way out of their skill level, and you kind of feel for them too, because like the there's a new bad guy in charge, and he has got like an assistant who's experienced. He's like he's trying to give like a pep talk to his guys, and they're just kind of like, oh, this I don't like this guy. Biano Andor is a. It's it's been solid so far. I think it's going to be nine episodes, and they're going to do two seasons. That's like the whole story planet. So it's going to be two nine episode seasons, and it's five years before Rogue One. And apparently, there's going to be some time jumps. Dig. I'm assuming by the end of season two will be where Rogue One starts for Cassian Andor. Cool. But yeah, no, I thought it was a lot better. Like it was slow. Like. But I don't think it was like a bad slow. I was kind of, I'm kind of just more Star Wars burnt out. But after watching the first three episodes, I'm definitely down once a week to give this a chance. See, just just like, let me know. I'm I'm not gonna go through three episodes to be disappointed with the potential of it. Like I just, yeah, I think I'm just, this, I I am like you said, I'm just so Star Wars burnt out right now. Like I, this is definitely a Star Wars in the right direction kind of thing. Well, that's good to hear. So yeah, Star Wars is gonna have a few other good things come out. Like uh, they they're gonna have six shorts come out. I think later this year, the Tales of the Jedi. I know we talked about that a week or two ago. Um, yeah. but they're gonna be like Clone Wars styled shorts in different time periods of like before, like during like the Republican stuff. And I'm excited for this. There's gonna be more um anime ones too, right? Yes, they're gonna do a new season of Visions, and they've yeah. gotten new anime companies to do those as well. That's cool. And then also the Bad Batch comes out in January. When when's Ahsoka? 
Um, Ahsoka will probably be next year, and apparently that's getting really good early reviews because that's a. Apparently, this is going to be John Favreau's like opus, whatever they say, Magnum or whatever. John John Favreau or oh, not John, uh, Dave, Dave Filoni. Filoni? Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni's Magnum opus. Yes, that's okay. what John Favreau said. Oh, about oh, okay. Dave Filoni. Okay, that's right. Because Dave Filoni, because like for like the Mandalorian and like Boba Fett and stuff, like he's just been learning how to do live action stuff. And apparently Dave Filoni is like in charge of the Ahsoka live action stuff. Okay, so I'm, excited I'm, I'm excited, man. And, and that's and Ahsoka, the one Star Wars thing I want. And Ahsoka is going to be like a fifth season of Rebels kind of thing. Like they're going to bring in like Sabine and like all of the other Rebels characters that are still alive. Uh, I, I need to watch all the Rebels. I didn't watch all of Rebels. It definitely picks up, um, but it can be a chore sometimes, especially the earlier season, like the first season, really. Do I need to watch it all? Can I just start on a later season? Um, I mean, you could. Like, honestly, if you just wanted to start at season two, I think that'd be a good season for you. And then just watch a season one recap of Star Wars Rebels. Okay. I should do that. I, I just I couldn't make it through season one. That's where I was, like, Will. Because season two... Season two is kind of half and half of like, it's kind of childish, but like there is some really good Star Wars content in Rebels. That's the problem. Then season three and four are pretty consistently like just solid. Okay. Like uh, they just go into a lot of the lore. They bring a lot of the Clone Wars characters. It's, oh, it's so good. Like the fight that they do in Obi-Wan where Obi-Wan fights Darth Vader, like they do that better in Rebels, but with Ahsoka and Darth Vader, like, oh, it's so good. And they bring, uh, like, James Earl Jones does Darth Vader's voice. Like, they bring back all of the Clone Wars actors to do the voice. So, like, the girl who does Ahsoka is still Ahsoka. D. Bradley Baker comes back to do Rex, and it's fantastic. That's D. Bradley Baker? D. Bradley Baker does all the clone troopers and everything Star Wars animated. He does the Bad Batch and everything. Oh, okay. That guy's in, that, that guy's a very famous voice actor. Yeah, he's in, like, Avatar and stuff. And yeah, he does Who's a he lot. in Avatar? I think he does like Momo and Oppo. He's Oppo? in uh he's in SpongeBob, right? Oh yeah, he Isn't probably he does Squidward. No, that's a different guy. He okay. probably is in SpongeBob, but he just does like other characters. Okay, maybe he does Gary. <laughs> he might do Gary actually. That would make sense if he does Oppo and Momo. <laughs> like he just does so many. Like if you just pull up his IMDb page sometime, like. Like, he does, like, every single random person. Um, like, he was in the Peacemaker show. He played the eagle. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. it's, just, it's just crazy, like, everything that he does. But pretty much anything animated, there's a good chance that D. Bradley Baker had some part in it. Because just, he's been an actor in about 650 different things. So a lot of projects. Yeah, geez, I'm looking at it. And the Bad Batch especially is interesting because it's just D. Bradley Baker. So like in the <laughs> credit in the credits of the Bad Batch, it literally just says the Bad Batch, D. Bradley Baker. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. What a guy. And he does such a good job too. Cause even in Clone Wars, say. like just different clones talking to each other and Yeah, he's got six hundred and fifty one acting credits. Yup. Dang. That do be how it is. And he, and he's been reported saying like he just loves it. Oh right? yeah, like he yeah. just loves being the the clone troopers. 
Oh, I mean, he does like the video games and everything. Like he does all the Lego stuff. He does everything. That's cool. Yeah, he's been a bunch of stuff on SpongeBob. Bubble Bass. You forgot the pickles. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, I don't... Does anybody else watch anything this week? No. Nothing for me. So next week, we're going to do... I don't know if we should just call this, you know... I don't, do we want to do the same director or just want to do like a spooky season week one kind of thing? We could do so we could do a spooky season week one where we do like some movies to ease Blaine into spooky yeah, movies. Like, yeah, we could do that. And, OK, so Which next I, week, I still think Scream is a good one for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So next week we'll do since this up, ep- the next episode will come out in October officially. Hooray. It will be spooky season the first week and we will watch two or at least two spooky movies before Halloween. Get excited, Blaine. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. We know one's going to be screened. The rest are our mystery boxes. Okay. Maybe Nightmare on Elm Street, because that movie isn't that good to me personally. Whoa. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't think it's that good. I think it sucks. Yeah, that's fine. It's not one of my favorites, but I mean, I, I do think it, I think it's solid. Like, yeah, it's entertaining. The, yeah. I mean, I, I'm fine with spooky season, like just not worrying about the director and just kind of... I was three thinking, good movies. I, I was thinking we could throw one of the Universal monster movies in there, like uh, like Ooh, like, like a Frankenstein. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Cool. Cool. Well, it's we can. We'll decide that. So yeah. We will have screen four... question mark question mark. Yes. So we will have four weeks of spooky season, and then we'll figure it out. Yeah. Unless we do, we could do. Well, we could do one more because. Halloween's on a Monday, so we could do one the last week. Oh, yeah. It would just come out on November 1st. Exactly, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay, Okay, so next week we will do Spooky Season Week 1 out of the five-week Halloween extravaganza. Get excited, Blaine. I'm excited. Halloween. I, I, I do love this season. I love the weather. So let's see if I like the movies. I hate the weather. I I love everything about this season. Okay, I just well, don't know if I like the, the movies. Summer, I'll be back. Nah. I'm going to take a six-month hiatus. Nah, this season is so much more superior than the summer. The summer's just Incorrect. too hot and humid. It's fantastic. I uh-uh. love it. I love being warm. Uh-huh. I love it. I like my sweaters and my hoodies. I like being hot and drinking a cold drink. I love it. And just being sticky all the time from the humidity. I love it. Yeah, I yuck. Love it. Yeah. I like being cold and having my uh, coffee and... Gross. Mm, Hot disgusting. chocolate. Oh nope. my goodness. Get warm, snuggle up, and watch a movie. The yeah. leaves are falling, they're changing colors. The, the the smell outside is like just that autumn crisp smell. Like oh. mm-hmm. nice mm. and crisp. Get that spooky fog in the morning. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Jack, you're just a hater. I am a hater, but we all, you know, different strokes. It's your opinion. It is my opinion. I will nuke fall. <laughs> nuke. Nah, definitely a duke for me, man. Okay. Since we were trailing on, I will end the podcast. Unless anybody else has anything else they want to talk about. Nope. Let's wrap this up. No, let's wrap. That's a wrap. Thank you, Blaine. All right. <laughs> You're welcome. So you can email us at a dukesnukespod at gmail.com or you can leave us a five star review on the Apples, the Spotify's. 
or anywhere else that our podcast is since it's on like 10 different platforms. There's so many, like maybe 10. Okay, and then you can also follow us on Twitter at Duke's Nukes Pod. You can also thank Will for editing and our theme. You can also thank Blaine for having the dog that this podcast is named after and his trivia. You did it, Blaine. I did. Yay. Blaine, guess what? Yeah? You win. You win this week. Congratulations. Oh, oh, I'll get it next time. I was so, <laughs> I, I was so close. <laughs> I'll get it next time. I won't. <laughs> okay, right. bye. Bye. Right, we don't like gloaters. Well won. Okay, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> ah, bye.